It's Robin, Terry and Bob on Brisbane's 97.3. Well, today the animal with talent is mine. Oh, look at that. It's all about her instincts. So here's the question for you. This is going to sound like a sales pitch. Okay. Do you have a working dog as a pet? Woof. A cattle dog, a kelpie, a border collie, a sheltie, a corgi, a sheepdog, a pulley, a rottweiler or a German shepherd? I think my dog has all those with hyphens in between. <laughs> like most <laughs> suburban backyards, you don't have any way to allow these dogs to follow your their instincts? Okay. Then do I have a place for you? Tell us about no, it. No, look, I found this. It was absolutely awesome. Sheep herding for city dogs. Oh. It provides a space for your dog to herd sheep, yes, real live <laughs> sheep, and let their instincts kick in. Now, if you don't think your dog needs this, I want you to have a listen to the trainer, John, from Sheep Herding for City Dogs. Is your dog doing any of these things? find a lot of these dogs are running up and down fences. Guess what that's doing? That's the herding instinct coming out. But all of a sudden they start herding other dogs in the dog park, right? Chasing birds up and down, cars, people, kids running. They're trying to stop them. Barking? So, barking, frustration. What about, you know, when I walked in, I said she was a very nervous dog. So not now, see, because... She's being fulfilled here. She's being satisfied here. The need of what's missing is gone from here now. It's been satisfied. She's going to be fine now for a week, two weeks maybe, and then she'll spark up again and think, oh, hang on, I better, you'll see a sudden change. So you're telling me I need to buy some sheep? <laughs> <laughs> or just bring, so people come back, bring her back, all right? You'll learn how to control the dog. <laughs> yeah. So all these things that we think, like she jumps on top of me and... And is being protective, and as a as a human, I think that's lovely. That's actually the complete opposite. Yeah, because you're humanising it. That's a dog. We had the issue where she's growling at Liam, right? And I said, "Oh, is your mum close by?" And he said, "Yeah." That's because she owns you. And I described how they display ownership. Mm. Sitting on my feet. Yeah, and you said, "Yes, every one of those she actually does." So she's claimed she's displaying the ownership. So when Liam or anybody else gets close, that's why she'll growl. She's not picking up bad energy or doesn't like the person. She's telling that person, hey, you're just getting too close to what I own. But she's not guarding you as a person. She's resource guarding because you represent her bowl, her bone, her food, her toys, her bed, everything. So what do you think then of of dogs that are treated like Babies like sleep, they sleep in bed with people, they are carried round. How many of those dogs have anxieties? How many of those dogs are frightened of a storm? How many of those dogs are frightened of loud noises? Because we're humanizing them. You see, when we want a child, we bend over and put our arms out, and a child automatically lifts their arms. That's human instinct. A lot of people call their dog by bending forward and leaning and putting their arms out to call their dog, but the dog is running side to side, side to side, not going to them. But they don't realise that when a dog wants to look aggressive to another dog, they make themselves tall and And lean forward. And guess what they've just done? So the dog's running side to side saying, why are you so angry at me? What have I done? Another example is watch people lean over their dog to put a lead on and the dog cows and rolls over. They've just threatened the dog. What did I do when I first met your dog? I went straight to the ground to your dog's level. Yep. And a dog came straight to me. It did not cower away or move away. Oh, okay. I love this guy. Right. Yeah, me so, too. okay, now that I've got all of your attention, he knows what he's talking about. Let me explain exactly what he does. He's got a pool noodle 
and on it's attached to a pole and right. he puts three sheep into a pen and then he gets the dogs to go left and right. And not only is he allowing their instincts to kick in, but in the process of that, he's also showing me as Molly's owner how to get the dog to do the things that I want to get her to do. That's it, Cindy. 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock. Uh, Christy's learning how to handle that dog, and that dog's learning how to accept command from Christy. Once they go from here, and we've got total control of the dog, then I take the dogs out in the paddock, and they learn how to move a full mob of sheep, of 70 sheep, which the owners get a real kick off. Then, they're the quiet sheep, but I do have some wild sheep, and then I start teaching people how to take the dogs around a course. So there's three levels here. So how long did Molly do this for? So it's really interesting. So obviously when I was talking to him, someone else was doing it and yeah. he was explaining it. But um, it's only three lots of about 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. And then she was exhausted. <laughs> and that's what he says. What The reason why the behaviour changes. So And she, I can tell you hand on heart, the dog has changed. She's not as anxious as she was. It's because her brain was kicking in. And it always worried me with Molly that I could run her for literally 25 Ks. We'd get home. I'd be exhausted and she'd go, let's go again. Where's the sheep? And that's what he was saying to me. What you actually have to do with dogs like cattle dogs and all of those sheep herding dogs is that you've got to engage their brain. Okay. And so even three sessions of 15 minutes, that dog slept the whole way home. Yeah. She was exhausted. I can hear people with frantic dogs all over Brisbane. Listen to this right now. I can hear frantic dogs saying, listen to this. Why does your dog need to calm the farm? Yeah, look, if you've got a sheep, a cattle dog or a working dog of any kind, then let me tell you, if you want to give them the ultimate experience, then take them to Peachester and let them run wild with the sheep. Well, actually, that's not true. Let them herd the sheep and understand <laughs> what it's like to follow their instincts. They accept Finnish Lapphunds and Norwegian Buhunds as well. <laughs> <laughs> it is sheep herding for city dogs. Yeah, we will put that interview that I did with John up on our podcast so that people can go back and hear it. But we wanted to hear what's your dog doing that makes it need to calm the farm. Alison of Tanamira, what's going on? Uh, my Rose is a Border Collie cross um, Cocker Spaniel and she's three. Um, she just has, she waits at home for us all day. We all get home and I've also got a Chihuahua called Stella and Rose thinks it's her job to herd Stella away from us because she's so jealous and she wants all of our attention when we get home. So she's the grumpiest three-year-old dog I've ever met in my life. She spends the whole time growling. Oh, no. no. Uh, look, I reckon, Alison, it would absolutely change her. So why don't we give you a, a pass, a voucher to go up there and, and have a crack with her and see what happens. Oh, she would love that. Thank you. Yeah, we're doing it for Stella. Yeah. We're doing the it Chihuahua for Stella. needs a break. <laughs> Matthew of Eden's Landing, tell us about your dog. Why does your dog need to calm the farm? Oh, I've got uh, two German Shepherds. They're both quite small German Shepherds, but one's, uh, one's nine-year-old, one's four-year-old, and they just want to keep running. I take them for a 5K run almost every day and then down to the dog oh, of a morning and then uh, take them to the dog park of an afternoon and they get a run with other dogs down there, but they just want to keep going nonstop. They yeah. need the mental stimulation. The yeah, yeah, nonstop. It's just uh, 
run around the yard chasing each other, run around the house, destroying the house. Oh, chasing mate. Each other. So, yeah. No, we can't have that. We're going to sort this out. The, the young dog will say, let's go down there and get one of those sheep. And the old dog will say, let's walk down and get all the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> you can go there, Matthew. He's absolutely awesome. Sheep herding for city dogs. Annabelle of Red Bank Plains, what have you got? What's happening with your puppy? Um, I have a red cattle dog. She's only eight months, so there's a lot of energy there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But when we take her on walks, she'll chase cars, trucks, anything, just trying to get to them. The bigger it is, the better it is. (laughs) Um, And she'll chase birds around. She rounds up the other dog that we have who is much older and not very happy about it. No. Um, (laughs) Annabelle, it's really funny watching Molly, who was quite a nervous little thing, but she got into the pen with the sheep and she just took off. And it was there's one older sheep who's clearly done this many times before (laughs) and was not having a bar of it. And she really gave Molly, like there was a lot of kind of eyeing, eyeballing each other and stuff. So do it. Take the, take your cattle dog up there and I'm sure it will sort out the chasing. Oh, yeah. It sounds good. Good on you, Dad. Chester. What a beautiful part of the world it is too. And you can check it out online, sheepherdingforcitydogs.com. It's Robin, Terry and Bob on Brisbane's 97.3.